Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, uh, the talks about government formation between Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Greens continue and uh, we wanted to chat this morning and he's on the line to Fine Gael TD uh, in uh, Limerick County and uh, Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. First of all, uh, people would have heard a a number of passionate contributions from you on this show over the last few months (laughs) asking for the respecting of social distancing. Today we're in phase two plus this accelerated reopening. Are you comfortable with it? Well, look, I suppose the first thing to remember in all of this is that um, there are people listening to this show who are, who are bereaved um, and who still have loved ones in hospital. So, you know, and I've been, I suppose, consistent in our meetings at parliamentary parties. Whatever we do, we have to be very careful. Um, and this, this virus hasn't gone away uh, and it could come back in, in, in the sense that it could come back in large numbers. So we just have to be careful. Um, but I suppose, look, I trust the advice that's been given. Uh, I, I listened there to Professor Sam McConkey, um, who has been, I suppose, from the very start, um, very vigilant in, in his outlook as to how this should be managed. And he's confident that what's being done is um, being done in the best interest uh, of the people. And ultimately, look, I think what's being done this morning is a massive step forward in terms of reopening the country with, with the um, measures that are being allowed and what we can do in terms of um, meeting up with other people. So, look, I think people, Joe, really are withered from this and I think they're at breaking point anyway and something needed to happen in terms of giving people that that sense of um, certainty and optimism and hope. Um, that and do you, do you accept ahead. that there were wider considerations certainly taken into account, that this was not simply about the advice of the public health emergency team, that undoubtedly there had been representations made to you and to many other TDs around the country that were fed into the decision-making process that has led us to today? Absolutely, and I made some of those representations myself, Joe, because... Um, you know, people's mental health it was suffering uh, and is suffering and people are in, in, there's a lot of people in a bad way, um, worried uh, and stressed. And I mean, we saw initially uh, older people who were cocooning being allowed out. Um, but there's a lot of people, you know, that are that are in a bad way and there are businesses that won't reopen because um, the delay has been so long. So the government's focus now is on support uh, and I suppose on holding people's hands to try and get through what we're going to get through. But there's going to people still be isolated. I mean, we can travel 20 kilometres and we can travel anywhere in County Limerick, but we can't travel beyond it, um, which, to be honest about it, and I'm going to be very, I'm probably going to go, as I say, off script. I just think that's a bit ridiculous. I mean, a person in Bantry can go to Mitchellstown, uh, which is nearly 200 kilometres, but a person in um, in Castle Connell can't go to Nina. You know what I mean? I think I just think that's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, just mentioned the Limerick COVID-19 Community Response Helpline because uh, you're right, we're, this is the latest phase of the reopening, but we have not reopened yet. It's 1-800-832-005. That's 1-800-832-005, available um, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week. Put your hand up if uh, you need help, if you're isolated, uh, as uh, the Minister says. Um, now, uh, on uh, government formation, um, there is a sense that some more momentum was put into that when the party leaders uh, met yesterday of Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and the Greens. Uh, the Irish Examiner uh, this morning um, reporting an interview uh, with Eamon Ryan, the Green Party leader, where he is undoubtedly 
throwing um, cold water on the Limerick to Cork motorway project. He's quoted as saying, uh, you could uh, also look uh, as well at making the road safe and a really high-speed rail connection between Limerick and Cork. Could it get lost in these negotiations? From a Fine Gael perspective, Joe, no is the answer uh, because the Taoiseach is personally committed to um, Limerick to Cork. Uh, he has always said from the start that a, a Cork to Galway corridor uh, through Limerick uh, and on up into the west of Ireland is vital in terms of the balanced regional development for the entire west of Ireland. So from a Fine Gael perspective, no is the answer. Uh, the M20 isn't uh, you know, up for sacrifice in terms of being thrown under the bus. Uh, and it's something that I feel really strongly on. I've been on your programme umpteen times about it, uh, as I have been about it there uh, and the road to fines. I mean, the amount of accidents that have happened in places like Banog, um, Rokes Cross, uh, Rock Hill, uh, down into Charleville and Buttevant, uh, you know, we know the, the distance that it is. We know the delays that are there. Uh, and we, this has been looked at numerous times in terms of uh, bypasses but the road at the moment in terms of linking the second and third largest cities in the country isn't fit for purpose and it needs to be upgraded like um, upgrades have happened in the East Coast and we just have to, I think, stick to the commitment that's in the National Development Plan and get on and deliver it. Yeah. Now, you know that um, people in uh, Limerick, including the listeners to Limerick today, are politically aware. They have a good understanding of their political history and where we are uh, today, and not just in the context of COVID-19. There <coughs> undoubtedly are tensions, even within Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, the Greens as well. Is this coalition going to take flight? Well, we wouldn't have gone into this uh, negotiations at the start, Joe, if we weren't serious about it, because remember, uh, the, 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 the cant around um, the general election was change. Now, no one ever explained to me what that change in adverting commons was, because the people who won big numbers um, didn't run away. The first thing they did was headed for the hills, and we haven't seen much of them since. So, you know, they got a big mandate, and they left the country in basically an ungovernable situation. Well, they said they went and offered now people well, and you they wanted to the form a government. And you Fianna Gael didn't want to form a government with them, nor did Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin you're talking about, of course. Well, George, you know something? We A lot of people say a lot of things before the election, but we were very consistent. You know, Sinn Féin's economic policies just don't match with anything that we would have. But there are other parties that Sinn Féin would match up with, but they didn't even bother having discussions because they believe it's everybody else's problem bar their own. So they got this big mandate and the first thing they did was run away. 48 hours of negotiations threw up their hands and said, lads, we can't do it. That's not the way you farm a government. So anyway, we looked on and saw that the people who so-called won the election were never going to... Remember, there's 87 TDs who wanted Fine Gael out. That was the one thing they wanted. But the very first time then that they were asked to try and do something, they couldn't agree with it. So, I mean, the people gave... Right, that's you know, fair enough, but what about what's happening now? What's happening now, then, is a, is a result of what didn't happen after the election. So we stepped forward uh, and we launched um, a programme for government negotiations. And they're culminating now. And hopefully we can get to a situation where we have um, um, a package of measures that can be put to the three parties to have their own votes in the face and their own mechanisms. And we have a mechanism that allows our national executive, our membership, uh, our councillors and the parliamentary party to have uh, a vote um, and and is, is that a weighted system, by the way? Patrick? It is. It is. And it was. A, it, we were the first party to introduce any kind of a mechanism where uh, people other than TDs and senators would have a vote. So the parliamentary party have 
uh, 50% and the other 50% in is divided down based on um, um, a weighted system. Right. So, so, you know, you might look at that and say, well, if there is an agreement signed off by the leadership of Fine Gael, then maybe, perhaps, it's likely that the vast majority, if not all, of the parliamentary party will go that way as well. And then you're looking for, and I, I understand it's a, a straight majority in Fine Gael, you're looking for 50% plus one. In Fianna Fáil, it's 50% plus one. In the Greens, it's 66 percent of their membership having to agree this which feels like a very high hurdle yeah and look that's up to themselves i mean i wouldn't comment on what in, internal parties do with their own mechanisms it is a high hurdle uh, and in the in into the middle of it then you have they have a, a leadership issue which is again a matter for themselves but look i would be hoping that we can get regardless of them of of how parties um the, the mechanisms of how they vote I would hope we get to a situation where we have a programme for government that can that can be presented in an acceptable format uh, and that people see the, the economy has, has ran onto the rocks again. We have huge economic problems to get the amount of people that we have at the moment unemployed back to work. That's the first priority. Get people back to work and get the economy moving again. And I think beyond that, uh, beyond actually making sure that we have people in um, secure jobs and that they can look after their, themselves and their families and pay their mortgages, I think at the moment, everything else is secondary. Yeah. Now, in recent times, uh, as a Minister of State, you have been the most senior government representative in the two constituencies of Limerick. Um, if this coalition is formed, you are obviously in the mix. Niall Collins of Fianna Fáil would be in the mix. Brian Ledden um, uh, of the Greens would be in the mix, not to mention Kieran O'Donnell of uh, 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 Fine Gael, Willie O'Dea of Fianna Fáil, and whoever you're having yourself. Um, one of the criticisms of the previous cabinet was that there wasn't sufficient representation outside of Dublin, you know, regions like Limerick and the larger Midwest. Isn't there a serious worry that that could be the case again? There is, because it was a worry the last time. And, you know, I, I've been on your show and I've been very straight. Um, you know, a, a region as big as the Midwest covering North area, all of Limerick and Clare, should have, a, should have a cabinet vice. You know, I don't see any reason why it shouldn't. Um, and I think regional representation at the cabinet table is very important. Uh, and whoever that person is, good luck to them, and they have a big job on their shoulders to represent the Midwest. But I've been the only minister um, in the area for the last number of years. Um, you know, with Pat Breen and Clare, it's been a huge honour to represent the region as a minister of state in the Department of Finance and Transport before that. And we did achieve a lot, but there's no doubt about it. I think um, having a cabinet minister, you can achieve a lot more. Um, and certainly carries a lot, a lot of weight. And I think that the region does deserve to have a cabinet advice. Right. And one other question. Um, it's one thing if this government is formed and there's some pathway to progress. If it isn't formed, where are we going then? Another general election? September <coughs> well, well, no, not necessarily. I mean, if, uh, if, if the government isn't formed, I think the first thing that has to happen is that the president has to be told that, uh, you know, um, the, 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 the teacher can't be elected and can a dissolution be granted? Under the Constitution, the President can refuse a dissolution. And as I said a while ago, the people who've run away and have headed to the hills could then be asked, well, you know, you got your mandate for change. Let's see what you can put together. But there could well have to be an election. And in the current circumstances, that seems like something nobody would want. Nobody would want, but I mean, um, like the, the hodgepodge of, of the doll that we have at the moment so, um, came about because, you know, look, I mean, people know... Uh, the, the the platform that I stood on uh, and I don't believe that you knock on anybody's door saying vote for me I want to be in opposition 
or vote for me. I'm an independent. I really don't want to take any side. I mean, there's a lot of people that are getting away with it here in terms of, well, who do they actually support and what, what do they want? I mean, we, I think we've about a quarter or more than a quarter of the doll now that are made up of people who I haven't seen their hand. I don't know what they actually want or who they support or what they'll support. Uh, and it's time, you know, that I think people voted for people in good faith. And I don't know anybody who said, uh, go out there and canvas for me and knock on doors and say, vote for me, I want to be in opposition. Because I don't think it achieves anything for anybody sending somebody to the doll to represent County Limerick or the City of Limerick. Uh, who doesn't want to play a part in government. It's the most important job, uh, and it's the job that I think all of us seek to want to do, which is go and represent County Limerick or the City of Limerick, effect change. And the only way you can do that is through government. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us this morning. That's Minister of State and uh, Limerick Fianna Gael, uh, TD Patrick O'Donovan there. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.